Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch, where we go live every weekday morning as Nashville's on-demand sports talk network uh, right there. Make sure you also follow us on Twitter, where we post the segments, uh, the link segments, segment by segment right there on Twitter, and also uh, hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans coverage. we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us. And they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go to make them a part of your new car buying process. So see them right there in Lebanon or at their website, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And Farm Your Health Plans get better with Farm Your Health Plans. that's better coverage, rates, and service. Learn more about a health plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So, Zach, five new Titans were introduced uh, Monday at the podium at St. Thomas Sports Park as Rand Carthon's first crop of players. You've got Andre Dillard right there, uh, the left tackle, Gifford, a linebacker, Al Shire, linebacker again from the 49ers, Brunskill, versatile offensive lineman, also the 49ers, and to the right, Arden Key, uh, most recently of the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, but coming uh, from to the Jags from the San Francisco 49ers from two seasons ago. So five new players, three defensive, and then two offensive linemen overall. And really, one guy stole the show uh, when it came to the press conference and media availability, and that was edge pass rusher Arden Key. Given you know, how you ended the year, you had a lot of options. What yeah. was it about coming here to, to uh, the Titans? Why, why that decision? Hey, you see that D-line? I mean, Big Jeff, the Negro Archery, Harry Landry coming back on the edge. I mean, it was self-explanatory there, just being with those guys and being playing against Tennessee, it was always Tennessee D-line was bullies. Like, that's how they played. Everything was a bully, we're going to bully. The offensive lineman, that's the type of play I play with. I'm a bully on the football field, and I feel like I fit right in with these guys. He's not wrong. I mean, the, the Titans defensive line was the one thing that you could actually count on uh, this past season of being disruptive. When you have Jeffrey Simmons, who's in a contract situation of his own, but Danico Autry has been an A-plus addition since joining the team in free agency a couple of years ago. Harold Landry off the ACL, then Tier Tart, a guy the Titans have tendered as a restricted free agent who should be back, and a couple other pieces that Mike Vrabel has been able to bring in to make a part of the D-line, but Arden Key was a was clearly the biggest personality of the five guys who talked yesterday, uh, and that was uh, one quote there, Zach, that stood out for sure. Well, and can he be more productive for less money than Bud Dupree? That, I think, is – I look at what he can come in and do. You, know, you sign a three-year, $21 million contract with the Titans – he knows the Titans because he used to play for the Jags last year. He has experience. He's played for multiple teams. Can he get off the edge and rush the quarterback and be a complimentary piece to those three other guys that he mentioned? Because we know what Jeff Simmons can do, and they got contract talks that they've got to figure out you know, over the next several months with him. Danico Autry has proved his value over the last couple of years since coming to Tennessee from Indy. And Harold Landry earned his contract unfortunate situation before the season started where he tears his ACL and is out, doesn't play a single snap this past season. But Arden Key coming in there, 
I think, uh, look, I think he can be better than Bud Dupree was. Bud Dupree was haggled, haggled with injury coming off of an ACL. Then he had a hip injury that he blamed on his ACL injury. He was overpaid. He was not worth the contract that John Robinson signed him to coming over from the Pittsburgh Steelers in free agency. This is a more ideal contract. And that's what, honestly, Rand Carthon had, had, has done this offseason. He signed ideal contracts for the team. They're short-term. They're not a ton of money. And they are, let's just face it, they're supplemental players that can come in here and let's see if they can give more product productivity than what their contract yields. We saw a lot of contracts, including Bud Dupree's, that were not that. They were overpaying for players. Now, here's where the industry will get ran, ran, okay? It's only a matter of time. He will eventually sign a player and overpay that player, and that player will not be as productive as his contract. We've seen it all before. Malcolm Butler didn't earn his $60 million deal, but Dupree sure didn't earn his deal. That's going to happen. But I do look at what Rand has done up until this point. He hasn't set himself up for massive failures right out of the gate with his new crop of players. Yeah, no doubt. And you bring up the uh, the Bud Dupree situation. Is uh, Bud Dupree had seven sacks, Zach, in his two seasons with the Tennessee Titans. And uh, the Titans paid him over $32 million <laughs> to get those seven sacks that math in add. two years. No, the math does not add up. Where Arden Key, in his last two seasons as a part-time player for both the San Francisco 49ers and then the Jacksonville Jaguars last season, Arden Key has 11 sacks in the past two seasons, and he has been paid a total of $5.045 million dollars in those two years uh, for his 11 sacks. So bang for your buck, Arden Key, way better than when it comes with Bud Dupree. And, and so, look, I mean, I, I think that's a massive uh, opportunity for Arden Key to come in there and to do, you know, he doesn't have big shoes to fill because of the, in, the lack of productivity and the big dollars that Bud Dupree had. Well, and one of the things that he said yesterday that caught my attention is, he talked about November, December. And it's kind of funny. If you listen to him in his press conference, he's halfway throwing shade at the Titans because he's like, you don't want to get to a point where you're one game away from the playoffs and don't win your game and you're sitting at home. Well, what really matters is December and, and November and, and those late months, and that's where I'm going to come to play. So I, I did laugh at that. But that is where he's going to be the most useful if he can be available and healthy and rushing the passer in those type of months. Because right now, and this is all that we can talk about, right now, March 21st on a Tuesday, the Titans still have Derrick Henry and the Titans still have Ryan Tannehill. So this team, this offense, this defense is going to look very similar to the teams the last couple of years. Now, A.J. Brown's no longer here, right? But he was hurt and injured the year before that he got traded last this past year. He wasn't around. So the Titans, if you set things up with this roster, I'm not sitting here saying they're going to compete for a Super Bowl title because I don't think that they have the players to do it. But I do think that they have the players to compete in November and December, which is very different because there's seven playoff teams. 
the NFL has set it up where it's more than likely if you have somewhat of an adequate team, you're going to be competing for a playoff position. And so can Arden Key be a helping piece of that? I think as of right now, yeah, he can. All right, so again, here are the five guys who were introduced yesterday to the Titans media at St. Thomas Sports Park. There was a sixth sixth free agent uh, who was made official, and that, you know we talked about that yesterday with Sean Murphy bunting a cornerback there. But Dillard, Gifford, Alshire, Brunskill, and Key. Let's get the chat more involved this morning, Zach, and ask this question. Of those five players, which will have the best impact on this season? Which will have the best impact on this upcoming season between these five guys? Dillard on the O-line, Gifford, a special team linebacker, Al Shire, uh, an inside linebacker with the Niners, Brunskill, a versatile offensive lineman, or the guy we heard from earlier, Arden Key, an edge rusher there. So we'll get to your answers here in a second. But which of those five will have the best impact on this upcoming Titan season? But Zach, first tell everybody, uh, about who's had a big impact on you with your pocketbook and also your health coverage. Yeah, that's Farm Bureau Health Plans. They've helped me tremendously over the last couple of years. They can help you. All you have to do is go get a health quote. So how do you get a, a health quote from Farm Bureau Health Plans? Well, you call them up or you go online at fbhp.com slash A to Z and you take a health assessment. They answer. You, they ask you a bunch of questions. You answer them openly and honestly. And after that, they give you a quote within one to two days. When my quote came back, I said, damn, that is a lot less money than I've been paying for a lot better coverage. You can say those same words if you want to after your health assessment and after your quote. They have the perfect plan for you and your family. And if it's you just individually, like me, I, I was I, individual health plan. I had that coverage and I said, wow, this is helping me out. They also have health plans for you and your family. If you got a wife and kids, you got one kid, you got Philip Rivers' number of kids. It does not matter. Health, dental, and vision, 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. Also, don't forget with the BetMGM app, you know, we're still waiting a couple more days until the tournament comes back. I feel like everybody's getting that itch again uh, for the NCAA tournament. But uh, right now, you can still uh, be active and win with the BetMGM app and do it with you know a safe way, right? That's called the NBA One Game Parlay Insurance because the association's going on uh, tonight with a bunch of games, and you can do a one game parlay and have insurance on the NBA by opting into the NBA One Game Parlay Insurance feature in your BetMGM app, which gives you up to twenty five dollars back in bonus bets if your NBA One Game Parlay of four legs or more. Falls just one leg short. So make sure you opt into that feature on your BetMGM app, NBA One Game Parlay Insurance. All right, Zach, so the five new free agent players who were introduced to the Tennessee Titans media yesterday, Dillard, Gifford, Alshire, Brunskill, and Key, which of these five new free agents will have the best impact on this 2023 season? We asked that to the chat, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Zach, I'll send you to the answers. So starting out with Major Key, just the guy that we just heard from. John says Arden Key, Aziz from Stephen Dillard, hopefully from Jonathan, Aziz from Deshaun Washington. Uh, Aziz coming in will be everywhere from Stephen King, Andre Dillard from uh, Tighten Up, Key from Jonathan, Brunskill from Roy. I'm going Key from Scott, Dillard from Charles. You know, there's a lot of options, and we're getting a lot of options in the chat. Dillard, if he plays left tackle, otherwise Al Shair. Uh, who will ball out in the system from Martin. 
Uh, Key has that dog in him, and he spoke about that yesterday in the press conference mm -hmm. from Jason. Uh, Al Jair from Orlando, Key from Yannick, Dillard, if healthy, Brunskill from Michael, Dillard from Jarrell, Al Jair from Titans, Kyle, Key from Jared, Brunskill from Timothy. We've got some really good answers. David says Key, John says Dillard. Going with Aziz right there from Jeff. Dillard will be the improvement for sure. Dillard, because he has no competition from Devin. So a ton of comments uh, on major key alert coming in from Will Dotson. There's a plethora of an answers from the chat. Now, we gave you a lot of options, but the, the chat is going there. Austin, where are you on which of these five will have the best uh, in impact? Yeah, so I, I can't go with Andre Dillard, uh, but I, you know we'll talk about Andre Dillard and the offensive line as a whole here a little, bit, a little bit later. But Andre Dillard, I still doubt. I don't think the Titans should roll into the NFL draft saying Andre Dillard's a left tackle in 2023. I don't think that would be a smart move uh, whatsoever. So I'm removing Andre Dillard from this. I think it's going to be Arden Key. And I think that's a big deal because the Titans, Zach, were 26th and pass rush expected uh, you know, win rate on their pass rush this past year. Now, that was without Harold Landry. That was with Bud Dupree being consistently a rotating door of in or out of the lineup. And I think Arden Key is somebody who, and a lot of these guys fit the same mold, hungry, opportunity. It's time to explode. It's time to take the most of this opportunity and be more of a full-time player. And I like the way, and, and Arden Key's full interview uh, was something that you have to really respect. He was asked, uh, you know, why has he bounced around so many teams, right? He played, for, he was a, a third round pick from the Raiders back in 2018 out of LSU. Uh, he only played three years of the Raiders. He got, got cut, moved on, right? A, after three years, went to the Niners, was a one-year guy there, then went to the Jags, was a one-year guy there, and here he comes to the Titans, right? So he's played uh, three teams, now four teams in his first six seasons. Why is he bounced around? And why is he only a rotational player up until this point? And he answered it really honestly by saying he wasn't ready to play all three downs when he was with the Raiders. The Niners just didn't have room for him with all the stuff they had and everything they had going on with that defensive front. That makes sense. And Rand Carthon told him that uh, when he was a part of that organization. The Jags drafted, uh, you know, in the last several first rounds, drafted two top 10 pass rushers with Trayvon Walker, number one overall, this past draft, who played well. And then uh, Josh Allen out of Kentucky was a top 10 pick a few years before. So he just didn't have the opportunity. And, but he's ready now. I think I see that he's ready now with 11 sacks the last two years being a rotational piece, a part-time player. I think Arden Key is ready to explode. I think he's got the right guys around him. And the Titans need a difference maker uh, at that position to pair with Harold Landry. And I think Arden Key will be a big-time player. Arden Key is my answer here. What about Rashad Weaver? You know that you I you sit there and you think that he I I I here's the reason why I didn't go Arden Key is because I don't think he's going to get Harold Landry minutes. I think Weaver no. has earned the trust of the team to take away. That's why I wouldn't I, I wouldn't answer Arden Key as the answer. He's still going to be a similar player. Now he's going to be paid a lot more. He may play more snaps, but Weaver's going to be in that mix. Weaver will be in the mix, yes, but. 
Rashad he, Weaver. He's not going to get this. He's not the starter. I, I don't. I don't actually view. I, I don't know what Arden Key is going to be. I think he's got to earn that still. Uh, what do you mean? Ah, I mean, I think that's the truth. I think you're going to get to training camp, and he's going to have to actually pressure the defensive coaching staff to be in the starting lineup. He's going to have to earn it. I mean, the reason why I said, uh, is because, uh, Arden key signed a three year, $21 million contract. I mean, that's not so? backup money. I mean, that's, that's, but no, that's again, the price, that's the cost of living, but that, that's, that is what, if you're going to buy a free agent at, at that position, that's what it's going to cost. Right. So, the, I, so look, I like Rashad Weaver. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. I like Rashad Weaver. I just don't think that Rashad Weaver is ready to play as many snaps as he did this past season. I, I like him to develop, but Rashad Weaver got exposed because Harold Landry was gone. And Rashad Weaver was overexposed with the well, amount of snaps. Blood debris was gone. Well, yeah, but and look, that's not Rashad Weaver's fault. Uh, he was drafted in the fourth round to be a, a, a part-time player and now develop more into that. But there are times, and there's serial, still times, Zach, where Weaver got himself out of position where Rashad Weaver got a little too greedy in getting vertical uh, in his pass rush and left some of his teammates out the dry. Namely the biggest I thought uh, were was in that third down against the Kansas city chiefs in on Sunday night football in the fourth quarter, when Rashad Weaver went flying around the edge and up went boom, Mahomes replaced him and ran for a touchdown. There are several times where Rashad Weaver either loses that uh, contain, whether it's going too wide or too deep in the pocket too quickly, or he gets reached on the outside and loses his outside shoulder leverage and allows a running back or or a quarterback to get outside of him. And I, I still think he's got a lot to prove. I think Arden Key um, comes in as more of a complete player going into his sixth year in the NFL and will be a better fit to be the more of the full-time player. Look, nobody that plays the edge should play 95% of the snaps like Harold Landry had in his career before his injury. But you need a lot of guys who can go out there and run, and Arden Key can do that. All right, let's go to some lunchbox money. As uh, W says, hard to say if offensive line pops off like Dillard won't be the most impactful, but in reality, because he's a part of a better unit, Key will thrive the most. So W there uh, agreeing with you, mm-hmm. with Jeff, Autry, Harold Landry, he will get one-on-ones. Uh, look, I'm, I'm going to go uh, somewhat of a different route because I'm going to go playing time. And out of these guys, I think, playing time you've got to go middle linebacker I think that Aziz Alshire is going to get the most playing time and that's where I think he will thrive you who else is playing who else is the middle linebacker Monty Rice is in a big situation right but nobody else Zach Cunningham's gone Jayon Brown's been gone Rashad Evans been gone like that David Long Jr. gone. That is the guy who I think can be the most impactful because he will, I think, why Rand Carthon bet on him was for his development and his developmental period that he's already been a part of. I think this is his opportunity to thrive within this defense. And I think 
that's who will be the most impactful on the defense. And I think that the defense needs him to be the most impactful. So we had a ton of different comments all throughout the, the chat, which it makes a lot of sense. But I don't see anybody else competing with Aziz. I think he's going to be that ball hawk that I think can earn a bigger contract. All of these guys are trying to earn a bigger contract. Hell, Arden Key, even with the three years, $21 million, is trying to earn a bigger contract in his, like, because his was, his career has been untraditional. He hasn't been, you know, the high first round pick that then signed his big deal, you know, and moved on. He's bounced around to teams. So he's trying to earn even bigger deal after that. So I'm going with position because I think that he will, Aziz will, will make the most out of the opportunity. I think it's between those two. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, because I have my doubts on Andre Dillard. I think it's only between Arden Key or Al Shire. Those are the two guys who I think will make the biggest impacts this season for the Titans out of these five. You know, you have, you know, Luke Gifford is is going to be what, right? I mean, he's, he's a good athlete, but he's only played like less than 100 defensive snaps for the Dallas Cowboys over his four years in the league. He's mostly a special teams guy and you want Al Shire to be able to be your starting guy. Like you're saying, I think it's between those two. I I think, I think why I go with Arden key because the best impact is the question we're asking. I think the best impact is because he will be able to be put in a position to succeed and thrive. Al Shire is going to be playing a lot of snaps, which like I kind of talked about with Rashad Weaver might get you a little overexposed whenever you're, you're, you know, playing above your skis or whatever it is, whatever that saying is that you get, you make mistakes when you're out of your element and playing too many snaps. And I think Al Shire is going to be required to play nearly all the snaps at inside linebacker where Arden key is going to be a, a pass rusher. Who's going to be playing a lot of snaps for sure as a starting type player. But I, I just, I think he's going to be set up to succeed and have a lot of splash plays. All right. So let's do it. Let's, let's take a step back and let's do a demonstration because we got Dylon coming in here saying, and I have the pronunciation. He's saying it's Al Shire. Austin, how are you pronouncing his last name? It's Al Shire. Well, I will put out the phonetic spelling of what they said. I believe it is all Shire. It is not Al because I've taken that directly from the Titans email that they sent me. So we could sit here and try. Look, I'm trying to get it right. It's Mariota, Mariota, right? So this one's more difficult. From this, it is all Shire, not Al, because there's two L's in that pronunciation. I put that in the chat. So I think let's set the record straight. It is Aziz, right? We can call Aziz. Aziz. Yes. It's like, you know, calling, you know, shortening a name, but all Shire, right? All Shire. All Shire. All Shire. All Shire. All Shire. Aziz All Shire. There. Are we are we good? There's yeah, there's less emphasis on the ear at the end. It's and, all and, and Devin, everybody says that I can't spell his name is Dylon. It's Dylon, 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 and Dylon. There's five Dylons, and I can't say Dylan 
until I get to the sixth D-Y-L-A-N. So that's that's a premise. I mean, everybody knows that. But now we are we set the record straight with Aziz Allshire. We good? Yeah. I mean, I think. <laughs> I, I, I listened to him on 3HL yesterday, and they went over this. And, again, I still feel like – what did I say? Al? Instead you of said Al. Yeah, I was I was so caught up in the Shire part of it that I botched the beginning. Oh, I know. I that's why I when you because I said it wrong, obviously, at the beginning, because I said Al Shire, and then you texted me. I said, I don't think that's right. So I went to the the email that the Titans sent me, and that was the pronunciation. So I think All Shire. All Shire. All Shire. Aziz All Shire. Al Shire. Yes. Aziz Alshire. This is going to be a thing, guys. It's going to be a problem. Now, you had still so much of this fan base cannot say Marcus Mariota the correct way. And so it's not going to go away until Aziz Alshire is probably no longer uh, with the Tennessee Titans because Marcus Mariota is, you know, on his fourth team, the Philadelphia Eagles yet, and people still call him Mariota. We're better now than we were. I don't know if we're 100% progress. correct. It's progress. <laughs> but we're better All now Shire. than we were. All Shire. All Shire. All Shire. All Shire. Aziz and MB brings up this good point. Is it All Shire or All Shire? It's Shire. It's not All Shire. It's no. All Shire. But is it Shire or Shire? That, I think, is the question. Shire or Shire? That's basically. Say Rank Carthon. See, is it Rand Carthon or Rand Carthon? You you put too much emphasis on the thon. I have heard, uh, but I I went back and I watched a video that that was the emphasis. It's Rand Carthon, but you say like Rand Carthon. You like put a little French like garçon on it. That's what, I've been <laughs> I've been sitting on this for like two months since Rand Carthon was hired. Of Gr- you Carthon. saying of you saying Carthon like well, it's whoa, not Rand Carthon. Right? It's it, Rand Carthon. It's no, not that. Rand Carthon. Rand Carthon. Rand Carthon. But again, less thon. Less thon. It's you, 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 Rand Carthon. It's not Garcon. It's Carthon. I've, I Rand watched Carthon. a video where it was pronounced that way. <laughs> I'll have to pull that up. Uh, but I'll go been... find that video and see if we will, we will, we will find out officially tomorrow. Let's see if we can figure out the official pronunciations of. No, I mean, like you, you. Z- all Shire or All Shire or all Shire. Rand Carthon. It's, Carthon. No, it's not, no, that's not correct. Rand either. Carthon. No, Rand no, Carthon. no. Rand Carthon. Take the T like you're, you're like, you're, you're putting too much tongue in the thon. <laughs> like it's Rand, Rand Carthon. Carthon. Rand Carthon. Rand Carthon. Right. Rand Carthon. Rand Carthon. Rand Carthon. <laughs> no, not that. Take the French out of your accent. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Mark, Mark says uh, that's Fonda- why it's Shire, Shire, or Shire. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing. Oh gosh, this is ridiculous. I I knew at some point the Rancarthon thing would pop up because oh, I've, I, I've seen it in the that. comments. I, I'm not. I'm, I I read the comments. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, A to Z Sports here live. So you say. Aziz, I say Arden Key for who has the biggest, best impact for the Titans out of this first crop. 
I think the good, you know, here's the crazy thing. Both guys are defensive players. And the Titans offense needs a lot of help. <laughs> it's like That's where I really don't know if this team has gotten that much better because we both think the first five free agents, first of the five free agents are, are better off for the defensive side of things. Yeah. Well, and, but they, they need help on the offensive side the most, uh, but Hey, this is the ball that they're going to play as of now, if they're going to go, you know, to, to war to start the season with the players that they have in place. You know, obviously you have the draft free agency still, you know, meandering along there's opportunity for trade, but I don't, I don't expect, you know, the Titans to, to jump and do anything crazy uh, before the draft. Now they may do something crazy during the draft. Uh, that I, I don't think is uh, off of the table. I think that, you know, once you get into the draft, Ran, I'll just call him Ran. Yes. Ran, <laughs> Ran's going to run this thing the way that he's going to run it. And I think that the Titans are going to have to take a serious look in who, who are they going to surround Ryan Tannehill with if they're going to keep Ryan Tannehill? Who are they going to surround Derrick Henry with if they're going to keep Derrick Henry? I mean, there's a ton of questions. And what assets are they trying to accrue mm-hmm. if they can during the draft yeah. around the draft? Yeah, Matt says, just got here. Has Jimbo screamed Lamar Jackson yet? And then here's Jimbo right after screaming Lamar Jackson. So, look, again, we will talk about Lamar. We will talk Lamar tomorrow. Oh, gosh. Well, And then did you see that Lamar Jackson was released yesterday? But that was uh, the Broncos' Lamar Jackson was cut yesterday and through the internet. I I find that, I will be honest, that I'm not saying for you, but that humor I think is so stupid. Like when, like, Michael Jordan or, like, you know, like, that is a – that is a Darren Ravel type humor. And that guy doesn't have a sense. There's just a lot of Darren Ravels who report on the Tennessee Titans, like Darren, Darren Ravel type personalities who report on the, but, not the Titans. I'm sorry. That's, what I said. That's the type of humor yeah. that I would compare. Uh, so yeah, Robert says maybe Lamaro will talk about Lamar Jackson. Uh, there's that humor for you. All right. So let's talk about the offensive side of the ball though, because we spent most of this time on Arden key and Aziz Alshire. So now let's get to the offensive line because the Titans are betting on a guy in Andre Dillard who is desperate for a second chance. We'll get to that here in a second, but first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. They've got you covered for your perfect make and model. If you're in the market for a new vehicle, they've got it. You've just got to go test drive it. WilsonCountyHyundai.com has the inventory. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. Visit Payne Bone and his team, family-owned and operated. We love Wilson County Hyundai. If you are in the market, Check them out. They've got the Palisade full-size SUV. They've got the Sonata four-door sedan. They've got the Ionic, which is battery-powered. Like I said, a plethora of vehicles that can put you behind the wheel, and you can test drive one today, tomorrow, the next day, next week. It doesn't matter. They'll be open for business. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Also, with the BetMGM app, make sure that you use, as we wait a couple days for the tournament to come back, use that NBA one-game parlay insurance feature by opting into it and your BetMGM app, and you get up to $25 back in bonus bets if your NBA one-game parlay of four legs or more falls just one leg short. You always hate when you think you got it cooked up the right way. I know our guy Chris in the chat always with his NBA one-game parlays crushing it. Uh, when you have that one leg that just doesn't hit, you're like, dang it, I thought that was solid. I thought I was all set. 
But with BetMGM's NBA One Game Parlay Insurance, you get up to 25 bucks back in bonus bets if you only miss by that one leg. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and requirements. Rewards issued a knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days. And for problem gambling support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach, Andre Dillard was signed early in the free agency legal negotiating window for the Tennessee Titans to a three-year contract worth up to $29 million. Sam and I discussed last week, the day after that happened, is, you know, how do you feel about the Titans rolling forward with Andre Dillard as the left tackle? Because he's a former first-round pick. He was a first-round pick when the draft was held in Nashville in 2019 uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles. Played okay as a rookie. Had an injury his second year that kept him out the entire season. Lost his job to Jordan Mailata, who came on to, to be a, a great left tackle for a, a late-round draft pick to develop like that is, is definitely an anomaly, an, an anomaly there. But Andre Dillard now looking for a second chance, and he, and he talked about that yesterday at St. Thomas Sports Park. Desire to have a fresh start. Do you think here and now in your career you can truly show your full potential of what you can be in this league? I 100%. You know, firstly, beyond grateful for this entire opportunity. You know, it the the emotions I felt pretty much well surpassed what I felt when my name was called at the draft. Um, sorry, just, but yeah, it was a very emotional time for me. And um, what was that? The Titans are betting on Andre Dillard to live up to that first-round potential and fix the left tackle position that has honestly been a problem since Taylor Lewan tore his ACL the first time. Yeah. Because then when Lewan came back after the ACL, it took him a little bit. He had a couple games that he missed. The Ty Sam Brilo, uh came in and played. Then he quit on the team because he was apparently not meshing with the rest of the offensive line well which was weird. And then Lawan got better. Then he came back. Then he tore his ACL again. Then it was the Dennis Daly show. That was the worst left tackle experience known to man over the last 30 years in the NFL. So now you have Andre Dillard. Who's got four years of experience has graded out. Well, as a pass protector, not great as a run blocker as well, but he's got this second opportunity. The Titans actually have to have this be a lot better than what they've had the last year. Yeah, I mean, he's got a hit. You know, there's a lot of pressure on, on him. And there has been a lot of pressure on him. He's only started nine games as a first overall, or first round pick, 22nd overall. And I I look at, this is, I, I think we you have, they, we've seen success stories that maybe haven't worked out because of, and, and look, at, we know the circumstance, right? Like, he's not on his third back surgery like Caleb Farley. You no, know, he's not. He hasn't torn his AC. Like he hasn't been decimated. He's tore his biceps that second year. He's had two training camp injuries that have completely derailed half of his seasons. Right. And, and right. But I, I like. I wouldn't compare those injuries to what Caleb Farley's been through. No, 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 no. With no. priors and what has happened. Right. So, the, the, I think that's why I bring that up. Is can he? I think first and foremost, what I like is that he understands the opportunity. He respects the opportunity. 
that this could be, you know, his career, this is a not-for-long league. So if this doesn't work out, he's going to be a backup and probably start jumping around to teams. That's usually, we've seen this story before. Here's how he can resurrect things. He can come in here and play really well, better than Dennis Daly, earn a starting spot, and maybe this is the philosophy instead of drafting, and I don't know what the Titans are going to do with their first-round pick, but instead of drafting a guy like Paris Johnson Jr. to try to get four to five years out of his first contract and then extend him for another four to five years, that they say, okay, we've taken a guy who was had first-round grades, was drafted in the first round. It was circumstantial that he did not live up to his potential with his first team. This is his second team, and maybe he can find his footing and become the tackle for the next four to five years. I mean, there's a best-case scenario in this. Absolutely. And it's not like, and we talked about this some last week, Zach. It's not like, Andre Dillard was ever benched. He was never benched for being a bad player. He got Wally pipped. He got hurt. And then all of a sudden, Jordan Mailata, who was a seventh round pick, 233 overall, all of a sudden became a Pro Bowl left tackle. Which, when's the last time a left tackle in was in the Pro Bowl who was a seventh round pick? Was like that after, young? I I I I don't know. That's well, I mean, he was a he was a seventh round pick in 2018. So you know, he made the Pro Bowl. You know, five years into his career, but still, even that, a Pro Bowler at left tackle like that doesn't happen. We all know you find your left tackles pretty high in the draft. Look at the Tennessee Titans. Brad Hopkins high in the draft, top yeah, 12, 13 pick, right in the 90s. Then you had Michael Ruse, who was like a 34th overall pick or something, high second round pick. Then you had Lawan, an 11th overall pick. That's a, you don't find your left tackles on day three, let alone 233rd overall. And so he got injured. And then a great story happened with Jordan Mailata. Somebody played better. He lost his job. Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady. Drew yeah, Bledsoe, I mean, it, it, but he, he came in. But yes. here's the here's yeah. the is it sustainable, right? That's the big question. Can he sustain over the next several years? And then really the, the big question for for this market is can Andre Dillard come in and prove his value and his worth that he is a first round pick? Opportunity just didn't come to him because of it because of circumstances. Yeah. It's even crazier <laughs> because of Jordan Mailata's background because he was a rugby player uh, in Australia and came to the NFL via the league's International Player Pathway Program. And that's how he was selected in the seventh round in 2018 because he was playing for the South Sydney Rabbitohs in, on their under Oh, the Rabbitohs. Yeah. Yeah, pretty crazy, right? So, like, that is why Andre Dillard didn't work out with the Eagles because of the rugby player in the international player pathway program drafting the seventh round is pretty damn good. Well, and the Titans are not done by any means. They still have offensive line issues. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, yes, yes they do. But with Andre Dillard, that's why I said this last week, and I still feel this way. 
I don't necessarily think it changes the need for offense alignment at 11. And we'll talk about this. You know, we got you know, basically one full month before the draft, a little over it. One full month before the draft. The offensive line and left tackle is still a need right there. But Andre Diller does have some versatility to, to move somewhere else. And another guy that I really like is Daniel Brunskill. I, I think Brunskill, the other 49er, one of the other three 49ers that joined this team, has had a start at all five offensive line positions. Now he's more of an interior guy, but I think Daniel Brunskill is an underrated add to this free agency crop from Rand Carthon because of the versatility that he brings and the lack of depth the Titans have. Honestly, the answer to our first question, we asked the first question, which of these five new Titans will have the best impact this season? Aziz, Arden, those two guys were at the top. Part of me was like, do I want to go with Brunskill because of the problems and injuries the Titans have had at the interior three offensive line positions uh, the last couple of years and that Brunskill can be a, you know, a stop gap and a fit and a, a short term temporary fix for whatever injury happens that allows you to not lose continuity. He talked about how smart he is as intelligent and wasn't trying to boast yesterday, but he knows how to play all five. And he kind of looks like Ben Jones a little bit. Did you just kind of replace Ben Jones with a lookalike wearing a flannel shirt who can play a bunch of different positions in Daniel Brunskill? Maybe, but I think this offensive line is better with Dillard and Brunskill. I think it still needs to be better with those two guys, but it's a, it's a good place to start. The, eventually they got to, versatility will take a backseat to stability. <laughs> Eventually they need stable players that play their position very, very well and don't have to move to guard or center or right tackle. Like I do think that NPF probably found his spot at right tackle. He's going to have to have a really good sophomore year. He can't yeah. have that sophomore slump. And then you're going to have to fill in the gaps. I don't think, that taking a left tackle or a offensive lineman at 11 overall or trading down in the first round for an offensive lineman is off the table. I think that would make a lot more, a lot of sense. And I, that that's probably more than likely unless they fall in love with a quarterback or they fall in love with a wide receiver and find value. The hard thing is, is that this wide receiver class is just unique. It's not, the wide receiver classes of the last couple of years. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because we've had these graphics loaded up, Zach, for, and maybe we can revisit this conversation leading up to the draft. But remember these graphics? Remember these first round picks? This was what, three drafts ago? And then you had two drafts ago. And then you had this past draft of wide receivers where you had a lot of first round picks at the position. And you just frankly, you don't have that wide receiver depth in this draft. And is that because you also can get a good wide receiver in the second and third round, as we've seen teams do in the NFL as the college game changes and as the NFL tries to adapt to what the college game is giving them. So I think that's more than likely in this draft. Yeah, for sure. At least this year uh, in particular. When Marvin and Harrison, where the Titans are selecting because they're going to be, uh, you know, in that top 11 in the second round. And I think you can find value there. Again, even trading down in the second round, if uh, you know another team wants to move up and you can draft your wide receiver, you're just going to have a lot of young wide receivers this year. I mean, 
unless you're trading for DeAndre Hopkins, which I don't think that you're going to do. I mean, there's not a lot out there. The free agent class this year was kind of trash when it came to wide receivers. And, you know, this draft class as wide receiver as a whole, don't, don't have many big name top guys. Right. Yeah. So, and, and you Titans don't have any big name top guys. I mean, they're no. dealing with sophomores and NWI. Yeah. Who's basically like the fifth year senior that's just here. And you're like, God, how long has that guy been, you know, at the, that school? NWI is Greg Paulus. Yes. No, Greg Paulus was really good at Duke. But then he went to Syracuse and wasn't very good. I remember watching Big East tournaments throwback where Greg Paulus was just knocking down triples. He's the guy that doesn't leave. No, wait, no, he went to, he went, no, I'm thinking of Matt. Greg Paulus played quarterback in Syracuse. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's, that's freaking wild. But yeah. So anyway, uh, there's a lot of, of uh, wide receiver conversation we'll keep having uh, there as the draft keeps creeping up. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how, that first round pick is being played. You looking up some Greg Paulus stats? Yeah, I know. I, gotta find I was out thinking what he does. See, I, I, Nick's right. I was thinking Jerry McNamara at Syracuse, who who had like ridiculous games of hitting like eight threes in like a second half. Oh, this is pretty okay. Well, go figure. A guy who played basketball that transferred to go play football is still in sports. What do you think he does? What do I think Greg Paulus does? Yeah, I bet. I bet Greg, I, he's definitely um, owning his own company. I think he's an entrepreneur. I'm just stereotyping Greg Paulus. And I think he is uh, running like a, a, a sports, a, a small sports agency firm. That's my guess. Head men's basketball coach. Of At high school. <laughs> Niagara Purple Eagles men's basketball team which is a university in uh, New York, of course, right? That's well, where, Niagara. Right? Niagara's, Niagara has made the tournament before, I believe. I think I've seen some Niagara's yeah, 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 on brackets. So he's the head coach at Niagara. Correct. I, I worked too hard for my guess, but that's okay. Let's see. Uh, now I got to find out what, what they did last year. Dang, this is going to be a little bit more tough. Let's see. Niagara's record 2023. They were 10 and 10. Not good enough. Well, they're in Iona's. They're in Iona's conference. So Iona now with Petrino or uh, what's the coach's name? What's Iona's coach's name? Rick. Rick. Petino. You got it. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Petrino <laughs> Patino, both sleazy. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then, you know, Quinnipack and, uh, and Sienna, I mean, they, they've got a tough little, but they didn't do terrible, but 10 and 10 is not going to cut it for Greg Paulus. There's a little memory, memory lane. All right. I'm yeah. done with Greg Paulus. Let's All right. On. Now let's just go to more trivia. Let's get to uh, our A to Z sports Tuesday sports trivia. We've got five questions coming up uh, here. We're starting from a clean slate. Zero, zero. We went 70% out of a hundred uh, last time during this five questions per week here with our Tuesday sports trivia. We'll get to that. We have one rule, no Googling, but first let me tell you guys about the bone and joint Institute. I have a rule. If you get hurt, that's where you go. Bone and joint Institute, because they can help you out and get you back to living your healthy life 
and get you on the right road to recovery and they will make it easy for you because having an injury is just a major inconvenience. It just bothers you. It's annoying. You have a busy schedule. You're like, I don't, I don't want to take time to go see it, a doctor and get this checked out. Well, the Bone and Joint Institute will make it very easy. It's easy to schedule an appointment. You go to boneandjointtn.org. You hit the make an appointment button. You type in what part of your body is hurt. It automatically sorts the specialists who deal with that. And then you easily find the scheduling appointment that works for your schedule and their doctors. Boom, you're on your way to get back to recovery. I've done that with my foot this past summer. And uh, we'll always do it whenever that injury pops up. Boneandjointtn.org is where to go. A little side note, tomorrow, because of Titans Kyle, who watches the show, has just tweeted at us, there is a public service announcement. We have a the correct pronunciation of Aziz Allshire. We won't play it because I got to put it together, but we'll play it tomorrow, and then we'll do the same thing with Rain Carthon or Carthon or Carthon. 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 Rand Carthon. Maybe it's a Carthon. I, it's, it's the inflection. Well, you can bet on Rand's team and you can run up, uh, you, you know, the, the money in your bank account with BetMGM. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. They're the king of sports books. Man, they are hooking you up with a great deal for new users. You can get that bonus code A to Z Sports. Get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first best bet misses for new users. Let's now get to sports trivia. Tuesday sports trivia. We have one rule. No Googling. Do not Google. Do not ruin the fun for all of us. We are all on the same team. Everybody here in the chat, Zach and I, trying to get the best record uh, in our trivia. We're going to start over, right? We went 70 out of 100 last time. We got we got our goal. So now uh, it is time uh, for our new slate, Zach, do we want to set our new goal? Do we want to say 70 and a half is our over under so we can improve? Is that, what, our, is well, that what our... we did 70 last time? No, we did set. I think we did 80 last time. And no, then we, we got... did 69. No, we started and then we were like, oh crap, we're in a hole. We need to adjust. And then we did 69 and we got it. So now we're we... 72, 70, 72 is passing. So 71 and a half is our is over under. We ain't pushing here. 71 okay. and a half is our goal out of a hundred. All right, let's get it rolling. Let's start with martial mixed martial arts. Hmm. Fun. Who is the founder of Taekwondo and Chung Gun, Diok Mu Lee, general Hong Hai Choi, or he ill choi who is the founder of taekwondo somebody in here has taken taekwondo i know that i don't know that. some age now do they know the history of taekwondo uh, that i don't know so here are the choices an chung goon diok mu lee general hong hai choi or he ill cho does anybody know this, this has been a pronunciation show? Uh, <laughs> this has been a pronunciation show. Uh, we're getting, uh, let's see, we're getting Jay saying the general guy, Mr. General. Uh, how not to says the general. Um, I, you know, to be honest, it's it's really hard to 
retain the options. So do you want me to repeat them? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Chang-Gun, Diok Mu Lee, General Hong Hai Choi, or He Il Cho. I mean, we're getting a, the general is the one who is getting. Do you want to go with the general? Yeah, we, we got to go to the general. Save some time with the general right here. Final A to Z. Wow. Taekwondo was founded in 1955. I thought that it was a lot older than that. Yeah, right. Created and founded by General Hong Hai Choi. Okay, so we got that right. Wow. The road to 72. (laughs) Who's the head coach of the Akron Zips for the 2006 season? J.D. Brookhart, Frank Solich, Brady Hoke, or Al Golden? Al Golden. Is this Al Golden? Yes. I'm pretty sure. Uh, 2006. That's a long time ago. I don't think it's Al Golden. Who's the head coach of the Akron Zips in the 20, 2006 season? I think it's Al Golden because Al Golden was, then he went to Temple and then Miami hired him from mm-hmm. Temple. No. Miami, did Miami hire him from Temple? Yeah. Because uh, I think this is crap. too old for Al Golden. I I think it's 2006. I think it's out because Al Golden hasn't been in Miami for a long time. True, but Miami has had short-term coaches, so I feel like it seems longer. So go through the options again. J.D. Brookhart, Frank Solich, Brady Hoke, or Al Golden. We got to have a time limit because we get the Googlers. Um, we're getting some Solich. And um, you got third. We got thirty seconds. I still think Al Golden. I, I think I don't he went know. from Akron to Temple. Okay, well, Sean says it's one hundred percent not Golden. So I don't go think Solich? it's Al Golden. You want to go with Solich? That's fine. I just don't think it's Al Golden. Seven seconds. What's the final answer? Burkhart. JD Brookhart, final A to Z. Why do you why do you say that? The uh I, just because is that that's it? Yeah, that's final A to Z, yeah. Is that a complete guess? Yes. The chat had all three, minus Brady Hope. 18 and 18 in his four seasons as Akron head coach while appearing in one bowl game which was the Motor City Bowl, lost to Memphis 31-38, and you guessed correct, J.D. Brookhart. Yeah. I didn't think Solich coached at Akron. But it wasn't Al Golden either. All right. right. 2-0. Sexy Rexy. What do you know about Sexy Rexy? I know several things about Rex Ryan. Do you know? A, oh, I ain't talking about that sexy Rexy. I'm talking oh, about Rex, Rex Grossman. He I, came I know. from the University of Florida from what uh-huh. city? Bloomington, Sacramento, Cleveland, or South Bend? I didn't realize Rex Grossman transferred. 
No, it doesn't. That's not. No, it's just that oh, he was at. A, where is he? That he from? didn't. Yeah. Rex came from. Oh, Rex came to the University of Florida from what city? Yeah, Bloomington, I, it, Sacramento, Cleveland, or South Bend. So I think it might be South Bend because he was a big time recruit, and him going to Florida over Notre Dame would make sense. Um, if I feel like that would be a um, a storyline. However, Titans Kyle says uh, Grossman was from Indiana, and Orlando says Bloomington. So maybe it is Bloomington, Indiana, but yeah, these are tough, Billy. I agree. Um, I'm good with Bloomington or South Bend. I feel like he's from a college town and did not go to that school and went to Florida with Spurrier. So I'm cool with going Bloomington, Indiana, final A to Z. Despite being from Bloomington, Indiana, Sexy Rexy did not go to Indiana University. Yeah. I, we're Why getting lucky you? today. I, yeah. Three no. This one, you're going to need a lot of luck. When did Rex Grossman begin to play football? Second grade, third grade, first grade, or freshman year of high school? When did Rex Grossman begin to play football? Second grade, third grade, first grade, or freshman year of high school? It you wouldn't. Know, it wouldn't be a trick. Is freshman year of high school, but I, I don't know. Yeah, it wouldn't be a, a a story if it was anything but freshman year of high school. First grade would be pretty impressive. I started in second grade. Doesn't matter. Like wasn't that's first. Kind of, that wasn't but that, first. But that's when that's when a lot of people start football. That's like five. Like if you're five, you can start playing football at five, and a lot of. Parents like, no, five's too. Let's let's get out of kindergarten first before you put the pads on. And so first, second grade is a big time start. So I yeah, and I'm with David. I think the Indiana makes me think he was a basketball kid. And then okay, his so freshman year of high school. Some I respect this. So yeah, freshman year of high school. Freshman year of high school, I think, is is what he when he started. All right, you submitting that? Final A to Z. Freshman year of high school. <laughs> you know what, Austin? You're just like Rex. You're second just grade. like Rex. Because in second grade, Rex ran for a touchdown on his very first play. He played running back until sixth grade and then converted to quarterback. Second grade is the answer. <laughs> yeah, well. I, look, I, the philosophy, the, the luck was going to run out. I, I understood the philosophy, though. I liked the basketball thing. Mm -hmm. Second grade. Um, all right. So that's three and one. Three and one. Yeah. Non A to Z sport or non sports question. What monarch is sometimes referred to as the first king of all England? What monarch is sometimes referred to as the first king of all England? Beowulf, William the First, Egbert of Wessex, or Athelwolf? Athelwolf. 
A-E-T-H-E-L-W-U-L-F. Athelwolf. Athelwolf. Athelwolf, Beowulf, William the First, or Egbert, Egbert of Wessex. Yeah, Jay, uh, it's pronunciation day indeed. <laughs> I mean, it's, this one's tough. I mean, I don't it's know how definitely you... not Beowulf, right? We all read that our junior year of high school. It's not, you know. I, I do need, I, will, I mean, I need help on pronunciations in general, but I, I will say this. How would you pronunciate this? I'm waiting. I just put that in the chat. Ethel Wolf. Ethel Wolf. Yeah. So we're going Wessex. I, William. I, William I, the first. Egbert has been a um, popular chat answer. And I like how Jake said, Jake's got the little accent over the thon. It ran Carthon. <laughs> See, that's it. I think it's, I think we go with Egbert. Egbert? People are saying a tool wolf. But I say we go with Egbert. Let's go Egbert. Final A to Z? Sure. Final A to Z, Egbert. Egbert of Wessex made Wessex such a powerful kingdom that England was eventually unified around it. Although not technically king, that's interesting, he was per proclaimed Bretwalda, a sole ruler of Britain in 829 and is sometimes referred to as the first king of all England, 829. What was life like that uh, at eight twenty nine? I don't think I want to know unless I'm a king. Nah, I'm good. So four and one. Got our four and one trivia question. All right, that's a good start. Uh, that means we are on pace for our over seventy one and a half. So we got to keep that up. We got lucky. Uh, that was, we got lucky, but better be lucky than good sometimes. That's right. That's right. All right, guys. Great show this Tuesday. We'll see what Wednesday brings when it comes to the NFL news cycle. Make sure that you continue to follow us on all social platforms to stay up to date with the latest Titans news. They did uh, make a couple new uh, additions to the coaching staff uh, this morning. So maybe we'll, we'll have some of that on the, up on the website, a to zsports.com. Before you head out, make sure you give the show a thumbs up. I know for a fact there are more people watching right now who have hit that like button on Facebook and YouTube. So make sure you hit that for us uh, on your way out. It helps us out quite a bit. Buck Rising is live tonight. A to Z Sports primetime at 8 Central. And we'll see you guys tomorrow morning on a Wednesday where maybe we'll learn how to say Aziz Allshire correctly and ran Carthon. We'll see you then. Appreciate it as always. Carthon. Adios.